you can't be simultaneously a McDonald's franchisee and a Burger King franchisee. You can't have uh, Big Macs and Whoppers for sale in the same store, right? For, for obvious reasons. I get it. It's a branding integrity thing. But if you're a professional consulting services provider, aren't you doing your clients an enormous disservice if you can't make available to them some of the best stuff, no matter who made it? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to yet again another brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. I'm Sean Dill. This is Lacey Book. And today we have with us a super special guest, one of our, literally, one of our favorite people. Both Lacey and I absolutely adore, love hanging out with. It's such a shame he's so far away, but thanks to technology, We're able to share this time with him and share him with you. So we're super excited to have with us today the master, the newly crowned Book Yourself Solid certified coach, master, email master, selling from the stage, sell anything, Matthew Kimberly, the single malt man. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast. What an introduction. You know, you said I'm far away, but I always hold both you and Lacey really, really close to my heart. So there's no, there's no, there's no distance. We might be physically distanced, but physical we're not distance. socially or emotionally distanced. I've never felt closer to you. Hey, so let's jump right in with the amazing stuff that you've been doing. A lot of really cool um, developments, even during this COVID time. I mean, you are a classic example of, you know, the pandemic. You live in Malta, a small island in in Europe, and travel restricted. I know that typically you do a ton of speaking, and that's how you you get out and and meet. You're very social. Uh, But you've been restricted to the island of Malta for many, many, many months, and yet you've been growing a business during this time. And, and frankly, I mean, I'm part of the group and watching this and it has been absolutely amazing. I mean, the growth, the growth rate on this, the trajectory has been absolutely incredible. Tell us what you've been up to during COVID times. Well, you know, I decided at the beginning of this year that I needed to go back into the fold, my uh, place of formation. I was mentored by our mutual friend, Michael Port for years And uh, a couple of years ago, I said, well, maybe it's time for me to, you know, uh, branch out my own, spread my wings, fly a little bit closer to the sun. And I did. And I flew a little bit closer to the sun and my wings melted. And I said, you know what? You know what I miss? I miss being part of something bigger. And Book Yourself Solid, as uh, you will attest, uh, Sean and Lacey, is it's the OG of business growth system. So I had an opportunity. I spoke to Michael. I said, listen, I really want to run this company. And he said, I I want nothing more than for you to run the company. And so this was March, April. And that's when the world got sick. 
right? Massive pandemic hits the world. I live in Malta, which has been transformed into the Alcatraz of the Mediterranean. There's no jumping on planes. There's no cutting deals over a single malt. It's all, um, you know, online and preparing for whatever comes next. We, we've all turned into doomsday preppers. The good news about Boot Yourself Solid is <clears throat> it's designed to help small business owners and the self-employed enjoy more success independently. When the world has gone to pot, who can you count on? You can count on yourself. So we are <clears throat> really fantastically well-placed to, as a business, capitalize on um, rough times, but also as an organization to donate heavily to the cases of the self-employed by arming them with knowledge and material and focus. So uh, what I'm doing now is, is I'm training the trainer. I said, how can, we, how can we reach more people? How can we expand exponentially? And it's not with Matthew Kimberley and uh, his, his coaches delivering uh, how to get more clients for your small business training sessions. It's us equipping an army of trainers, an army of coaches, an army of licensees to go out into the world and exponentially spread the you can be gainfully self-employed, you can enjoy a profitable business. So, Sean and Lacey, my job now is to recruit and support kick-ass business coaches and give them material which is world-class to take to their clients to almost guarantee results. Uh, so that's a really interesting. Have you noticed throughout this time that people are more passionate and excited than ever to go out there and be a coach? Like, has it reignited them? Here's what we saw. The minute that everyone started panicking, everyone started pooping the bed, <laughs> we saw some hesitation. That hesitation lasted about six weeks. I yeah. think. I don't know if you experienced the same, but I know speaking to a lot of my other friends, the minute uncertainty hit, anybody who um, was looking after small business owners saw that reflected to a certain degree in sales and adoption of, of new stuff. Everyone said, okay, I'm in. I just need to see whether I've got to be homeschooling my kids this week, this month, this next six years. I just want to see whether my husband's going to continue to be employed. I need to see whether my wife is going to continue to be the breadwinner. I need to see whether I'm ready to take the risk. And then with time, people got bored of being scared. They got bored of being scared. They said, well, I've got to do something with this time now. And I, uh, I see my friends being laid off. We typically work with business owners or self-employed people anyway, but they see their friends being laid off. They see restaurants closing. They see more and more people saying, I have no choice but to choose self-employment. So we then are able to say, hey, um, you're at the beginning of a, uh, a journey which is going to take the rest of your life. So don't do it on your own. You'd be crazy. Um, would results have been different without a global pandemic? For sure. I tell you what would have been different. My expenses would have been a lot higher. I would have been flying first class all around the world to <laughs> shake hands and, and glad hand and network. So, I mean, from that point of view, running a very lean operation, also what I'm grateful for is that I saw a lot of people pivoting to online. People who would otherwise do things in person, in offices, on planes, in conferences around the world, and there was a massive learning curve for about 95% of the population, right? They were like, how do we use Zoom? How do we change our backgrounds? How do we, and, uh, how do, how do we, how do we engage people in the same way? I've been living on a rock in the Mediterranean for the last 10 years. <laughs> I've been living a decade in the future, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> as you have you know it's not like i was ever i used to love jumping on planes but i was ever dependent upon it so the idea i mean remember back in the day it used to be instant teleseminar or or freeconferencecall.com and yep. and we'd be doing a press two to raise your hand press star two to lower your hand is my hand raised or is my hand not raised can you all please mute yourselves can you please mute yourselves and now i hear my kids my kids school teachers doing exactly the same thing on microsoft teams stop changing your background can you please all mute yourselves i don't know how to is my screen sharing working miss sandy let me check miss jillian one moment and they're all and, and we we did all of this 10 years ago so yeah um, I think we, we uh, those, those of us who, who have, you know, reached people internationally without using the postal service for so long have had this confidence, a little bit of swagger, mm-hmm. which is okay, right? Because we, we all have a higher risk tolerance anyway. Than the instant general teleseminar, though you said instant teleseminar, and it <laughs> immediately brought me back. We used to we used to use that mm-hmm. too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you have a nice you have a nice little background there. Obviously, you've done this, but have you have you experienced any? Uh, hey, Matthew, we can see you. <laughs> you mean my like an oopsie? Like you're in the like Zoom. A, like you're on Zoom. You're you're on Zoom. Cameras on. <laughs> Matthew, you don't have any pants on. You just stood up. What's well, listen, going on? Who, say, who says who needs pants? Right? <laughs> who needs pants? I, I, I don't need pants. Um, I live in the Mediterranean. It's hot here. Listen, if I could show you the rest of the room, I can show you. I've got my little day bed over there where I sleep, and my wife kicks me out of the house. You know, I've got, a, I've got the Apple TV set up for when I pretend to be working, but I'm really yeah. binging on Netflix. And and just over this corner over here, the the it's it's a floor drobe. Right. There's at least four foot worth of storage <laughs> starting on the floor and just building on top of each other. I love it. The background is what's important. right? Exactly. Is so tell us for everybody watching and listening, um, what's the business model? So, I mean, your business model. So obviously um, the OG book, Book Yourself Solid, people can yeah. pick that up by going to Amazon.com. There's multiple editions. There's even an illustrated edition if you're more visual. Uh, you could pick that up as well. Some people love it. Some people prefer the written one. Uh, so you start there. That's sort of the starting point. If you then want to, if you're inspired, so you take the information and hopefully you utilize that yourself and your business, but maybe you're inspired to help other people to grow their business. And so that's kind of where you enter into the equation. Is that correct? Absolutely right. So um, the Book Yourself Solid licensing program, formerly called the School of Coach Training, and if you want to discuss why, why I changed the name, I'm very happy to, um, or the, the licensing program, certification program. What we do, it's a hybrid, right? I don't know if you're familiar with business coaching franchises, but there are some fantastic business coaching franchises in the world. Some of them have been running for almost 30 years, some of them longer. And what they do is they provide a turnkey coaching business solution to business coaches, right? That's what a franchise does. You get the branding, the support, the uh, marketing material, the swipe, the workbooks, so far, so good. So I like that model. I'm looking at that model and I'm asking, how could it be improved? What's wrong with it? And there were a couple of things wrong with it as far as I was concerned, right? It's brilliant for coaches who want a support network. It's brilliant for coaches who want to license other people's intellectual property. Where it's not so brilliant is the restrictions that come with it. So if you become a business coach franchisee, there's and, and like everyone is different, but I'm painting in very broad brushstrokes here, and there are probably a dozen, if not 100 different coaching franchises out there. 
typically you're going to be given a geographical territory. Very rarely does that come with exclusivity, right? So it means that you can operate in the state of California, or let's choose a smaller state, the state of Pennsylvania, right? They, this is your stomping ground. And actually, it's probably going to be a few counties rather than the entire state. But that doesn't mean that you're not in competition with other coaches who are also in your franchise. And it doesn't mean you're not in competition with the rest of the world. All it means is you can't spread your wings a little bit further. And if somebody from New York or Baltimore knocks on the door and says, hey, I want to work with you, you have to refer them to your colleague who might be a douche. The other problem with it was the exclusivity arrangement. So you've got um, territorial limitations, but you've also got this, if you're a franchise holder, you agree, again, generally, to package everything up under the franchise's brand. Let's take an example from the fast food world, right? McDonald's, most of their stores are franchises. Most of their restaurants are franchises. Now, you can't be simultaneously a McDonald's franchisee and a Burger King franchisee. You can't have uh, Big Macs and Whoppers for sale in the same store, right? For, for obvious reasons. I get it. It's a branding integrity thing. But if you're a professional consulting services provider, aren't you doing your clients an enormous disservice if you can't make available to them some of the best stuff, no matter who made it? Maybe it's something you made. Maybe you've got your grandmother's recipe for oatmeal, which goes fantastically with the McDonald's hash brown. But you can't sell them together. And so you're depriving your clients of that. That's problematic. Another problem I saw is that if you're the creative type, which many business coaches are, or at least creative problem solvers, you're probably going to be developing your own systems and ways of doing things. Now, depending on the franchise that you're a member of, that means that they will own anything that you create during the period that you're a franchise holder. It's like if you're an employee in a software company and you create some code on the company dime, on the company computers during the working hours, they own it. It doesn't belong to you anymore. And these were the, oh, and the other issue, the final issue is that they're typically very expensive. Now, I believe strongly in the value of intellectual property. But when it comes to licensing intellectual property and being given training materials, I firmly believe in democratic approach, making it egalitarian. I don't believe we should tax the rich more, right? So you're going to pay a flat fee. No, you're probably going to pay a percentage of all of your sales. And you're going to pay for marketing help on top of that, which is mandatory. And you're going to pay for conference attendance, which is mandatory. So these were the issues. A fantastic product, really good business coaching support. Uh, but these four or five very serious limitations. So I said, how can we dismantle that? How can we take the business coach franchise model and turn it into something really egalitarian, something really democratic, and something which doesn't have any of those restrictions? And so I did two things. We created the licensing program. Now, the licensing program is a low-fee um, intellectual property wholesale agreement, right? So you pay a flat fee every year, and every year <clears throat> you can sell as many units as you want of your business coaching, and we will help you sell it. We'll help you sell it with marketing material, with training, with um, growing the brand around you. Uh, and all of the money is yours to keep. You're going to pay us a flat fee, and all of the money is yours to keep. The second thing that I changed is that we used to, uh, Sean, when, when you and I both became certified Book Yourself Solid coaches under the previous regime, it was a one-time fee. 
right? It was maybe $25,000, $30,000, one-off fee, and then you had a lifetime license. And I had a problem with that for a couple of reasons. The first reason is um, rather like academic degrees or MBAs, you get very little control over what happens to the person once they're holding that diploma once they're holding that certification what are they doing are they going are they running off the rails somewhere bringing your name into disrepute are they not using it is it just sitting in their back pocket and going to waste uh, and so i changed it into an ongoing annual membership uh fee uh, because then our interests are very highly aligned and i thought well how can we make our interests even more aligned and i said well, we've got to build the community around it so now we have a kick-ass community of which you are members um, of book yourself solid certified business coaches all working to the same end we have three weekly coaching calls every single week three live coaching calls we have a massive resource library with swipe copy marketing materials stuff for them to grow their business and they're all paying for their certi certification or their annual license with their first or their first two clients every year and for me, it's just a massive win, win, win all over the place. So if you're thinking about a business coach franchise, speak to me first because <laughs> we got a better option for you. 100%. That's so innovative, the changes. And you have to be innovative in today's world. I love the model. I, I think that you've made some really, really wise decisions relative to one, making it accessible too. I mean, frankly, a lot of people don't necessarily have the ability. And in fact, you mentioned when we first met, um, you know, it was a stretch for us to even oh, enter yeah. into the program. And, you know, we really wanted to do it. The The desire wasn't, wasn't the issue. It was being able to front that type of money, right? Yeah. And that, that was still low compared to business coach franchising, which can be, right. you know, six figures up front. Um, and, and what's really interesting is some people come for the license, like they come because they want the intellectual property. And they think that's well worth the annual investment. Like, because hang on, I can resell it to one workshop or yep. what two of my existing clients and then all the rest is mine to keep. It's a no brainer. If you're a business coach who knows how to sell or has an existing client base, it's a no brainer. Also, if you're a business coach who's perhaps getting started, pivoting away from employment or something like that, you do it because you don't have to reinvent the wheel, create your own intellectual property. I mean, you can do that alongside it, but why not hit the market with something which everybody knows and loves and works? Right. So that's one reason that people come and then they get a very high level business coach mastermind completely free of charge. And then we've got another group of people who come because they want to belong to a business coach mastermind because it's a very, very reasonably priced annual investment to be in a kick ass mastermind program, which has structure, which has accountability, which has training, which has resources, which uh, has a fantastic internal referral network. It's becoming its own mini economy. In many cases, because our coaches have different expertise. One is a, uh, the owner of uh, one of the largest podcast production companies in, in North America. Another one is a speaker with the uh, Gary Vaynerchuk um, Speaker Bureau. Another one is uh, a seven-figure uh, real estate trainer out of New York City. Um, you, you guys are in there. You know, the, the, the amount of business that could be done between us is huge. So they come for the mastermind, and they come for the training, and they come for the support. And then they're like, holy crap, I actually have resale rights to this stuff as well. And they don't even realize. So I think I'm always giving away something for free. People either come for the material or they come for the community and they get the other one completely free of charge. I, I love that. What I love about the model too that you spoke about was the ability to allow them to exercise 
um, more creativity in utilizing the book yourself solid strategies. And I love that because I think so many professions are unique in the way that they operate. So being able for having them be able to take that information and then be creative with it just makes massive impact. And I I love that because you're right. You're not bound to doing things a certain way. And I think that's really awesome. I think people are always looking for that. What we avoid the, we, we, we made it super clear. You know, there used to be very long contracts that you sign in. Yeah. Typically, if you join a franchise, you have to get your attorney to look over the, the framework of it because they're, they're very complex. And I thought, how can we avoid that? Well, we have terms and conditions instead of a, uh, a contract. It's very clear. You have resale rights. You can, you can resell, put yourself solid material. We will list you as a licensed coach. We will send you referrals. We will give you props. We will showcase you. We will do whatever we can to make you money for as long as you are a paid member. Love and if it. you stop paying or if we stop taking your money, then that's <laughs> it, right? Yeah, it's super simple. Where the agreement is enforced as long as the agreement is enforced. And there's, there's a, you want to cancel it? Cancel your credit card payment. Or call yeah. me and say, hey, I don't want to be a member. We want to cancel it? We stop paying. And that's been a, a beauty because I, I spoke with some franchise attorneys prior to deciding on the model and it was a headache, man. It would have wiped out the first two years of uh, profit if we'd, if we'd gone down the franchise or just oh, yeah. in legal fees. Yeah. Yeah. We know. We've done that. We own a franchise. <laughs> <We've> done <laughs> done that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you help people. You've said numerous times you're going to help them to get their name out. You're going to help them to market. One of the other things that you do incredibly well is helping people to sell. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes people are walking into the system because they have a dream. They're inspired and they want to help people. And this is what we're all about as well. But they don't know how to sell. How do you help the coaches that you work with to actually go out and sell this amazing thing? What are some of the obstacles you see them having and difficulties they have selling and how do you help them overcome that? Well, as our mutual friend Michael Port says, 90% of business problems are personal problems in disguise. Sales is um, binary. You present the opportunity. You qualify them. You see whether they'd be a good fit for the opportunity. You make the offer. They say yes, they say no, or they say it depends, and you answer them according to the playbook. Smart people are unfortunately less powerful salespeople, generally. And by smart, I mean people who have high levels of empathy, people who have high levels of intellect, people who have deep concern for the other persons in their life. These are the ones who are the first people to say, I don't want to rock the boat from a relationship point of view. So the vast majority of people who say, I have a problem with selling, actually don't have a problem with selling. They don't have a problem with success. They, they probably don't have a problem with rejection. But they do have a problem with changing the nature of the relationship with somebody that they have from being friendly to being commercial. It's okay. Everything's going well. We're networking great. We met at a conference. It's fantastic. Maybe if they want, maybe they'll ask me about my service. No, no. Everything's going fine. I'm going to make a commercial proposition to them. They're going to say yes, or they're going to say no, and everything will continue to be fine. But we have such, we've built such a a large, the stakes are so high in our head when it comes to offending people or uh, pissing them off or seeming inappropriate or making an inappropriate offer that we decide the safest course of action a lot of the time is to do absolutely nothing at all. And that is the problem with most smart, helpful, useful, intelligent business coaches. It doesn't happen overnight. 
right? Fixing this doesn't happen overnight. I'm not a hypnotherapist. Um, I've seen very few people who can who can, who can instill sales confidence. It's always a confidence issue. It's either a confidence issue or it's a mechanics issue. Are you doing the right things? Are you doing right? It's like any muscle, the sales muscle. You need to, you need uh, good form, which is: Are you following the script? Are you are you making? Are you handling or preempting the objections? Are you making sure that you follow up with every prospect? Right. These are things that you either do or you don't. Um, but the other thing that we need to do is the reps, and that's where confidence really comes from. It's when you get the reps in. Confidence comes with experience. Like you are not confident on your first day in a new school. You're not confident your first day in a new job. You're not confident the first time you meet your in-laws. But that confidence comes with two or three exposures, four or five exposures. Your first week, your second week in the new job feels completely different. You know uh, when it's appropriate to go and take a break. You know who to sit with at the lunch table. Um, you know what jokes you can get away with with your mother-in-law. But this only comes with confidence. And I think... Um, one of the strategies I always used to uh, approach um, sales reluctance with when I was an individual business coach or sales trainer was lowering the stakes to absolutely nothing and sending my prospects out to a shopping mall or similar, finding 100 strangers and making them a $100 offer. Right, we've got something that we can do for $100, even if it's just giving away half an hour of our time or an hour of our time or a free personal training session or whatever that might be. And what that does, it does is it completely um, removes the stakes. What's the worst that can happen? Somebody you don't know is going to say no. So you walk up to somebody with a clipboard and you say, hi, I wonder if I could interest you. With zero sales pitch, no pitch allowed. I wonder if I could interest you. We're doing some cut price personal training offers. I wonder if we could interest you. We're doing some cut price business consultancy sessions. Are you a business owner? Um, and what, they, what would happen is then they'd have to make 100 approaches, and typically they'd make a sale, minimum. I mean, some people make 25, 30 sales, depending on what the offer was, but generally you make one sale. Then you go, right, we've got a baseline. Did anybody die? No. Did anybody get offended? No. So people don't get offended when you ask them to buy something. No. Um, did anybody punch you? No. Did anyone get arrested? No, nobody got arrested. Okay, so now we know that we've got a 1% conversion rate. Let's improve it. And I think it's only through being prepared to do the work. You know, it's going to be uncomfortable, and that's okay. Everything is uncomfortable until it thaws out a bit. You know, sitting on a, sitting on a new piece of furniture hurts until the cushion fibers start to break down a little bit. And then you don't want to get out. It's quite a nice place to be. <laughs> you are on fire today, Matthew. Um, we're going to bounce you over into Black Diamond Club. We're going to do some exclusive insider content uh, for our Black Diamond Club members. If you're not yet a member, make sure that you check us out at www.blackdiamondclub.com. You can catch the rest, second half, the single malt version <laughs> of the interview. But before we let you jump over there, um, for all of the audience listening through Spotify, iTunes, and all of the public platforms, how can people get in touch with you, find out more about Book Yourself Solid, the training programs that you're offering, the licensing program? How can they become more a part of Matthew Kimberly's world? I'm going to give a brand new URL because this is, this is new as of yesterday. Right? You, can Google, you can Google Matthew Kimberly. You can Google Book Yourself Solid. You can go to all the places. But where I would really like you to go today is marketingforcoaches.com. It's a brand new website brought to you by Matthew Kimberly and Book Yourself Solid. Make sure you subscribe to hear all the new shows, but more importantly, enter your name 
into the email box and get on my mailing list because I will tell you about all of the amazing things that are happening in our world over at marketingforcoaches.com. Marketingforcoaches.com. And I got to tell you, Matthew does a, a wonderful program that we have. It's my favorite We have program. jointly sold <laughs> and all of our clients who have the program love it. Delightful emails. So get on the email list so that you can see how Matthew writes delightful emails. And then you will understand why you should pick up that program as well. Mm -hmm. Something we didn't talk about today, but if you can get into his world, I'm sure that at some point he will introduce you to the concept. And when you see that, jump on that as well. Matthew, just uh, give us uh, one second. We're going to bounce over into the Black Diamond Club and drop some exclusive content there. For all of you tuning in for the None of Your Business podcast, we thank you so much for listening. Be sure that you subscribe. Be sure to leave us a review. Tell us just how much you loved Matthew Kimberly today so that we can continue to bring back Matthew and other guests. Matthew's got a deep roll of deck. So if you treat him well, he might <laughs> share some of his friends with us on the podcast. We'll be back next week with a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast.